0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer of L'Kutem Maharan, Rabbi Nachman's magnum opus. We are excited today to begin the third Torah in L'Kutem Maharan, and it's important to note that for many of these Torahs, these teachings, there was a happening upon how they were exactly taught. Rabbi Nachman would teach these to a group of his chassidim. So many of the Torahs were given and taught specifically for that group at that moment because there was a need for the particular teaching— perhaps speaking to one individual or a small group of individuals, where the Rebbe was able to intuit what exactly was going on in their lives, in the life of that individual or that group of people, and then was able to give a very profound teaching that could enlighten that person, help to build that person or direct that person for better spiritual growth. Due to the scope of our shir, we're not going to regularly go into those stories, but to know that they exist for many, many of the Torahs in the Moran. Here we go, diving into Torah number three. As he has done before, Rabbi Nachman is bringing one of these fabulous, wondrous stories of Rabbi Barbar Chana, the Talmudic personality that seemingly is beyond the grasp of reality. Rabbi Nachman is not only going to help us understand the story, but help us make it real. There are many concepts in this Torah that are unbelievably deep with the Kisve Ari, the writings of the Holy Arizal, writings of the Zohar, the deepest depths of the Kabbalah. We're going to keep it as simple and basic as we can for our needs. Rabbi Nachman said the Sefer is for the big and the small. So for all of us, please God will be able to get something out of it. Here we go, diving in. a Rabbi Baber Chana. Ladidi Khazilihahiya Krukta, that I myself saw a frog, Dahavek Akra da that was like the city of Agronya. The Akra da Kamahave. How big was this city? Shitinbate, it was as big as sixty houses. Asatanina Bala, and then came a serpent and that swallowed this frog. Asapushkansa Bala tanina. Kushkantzah is a raven, so came a raven that swallowed the serpent. So just to recap, we have a frog that is as large as 60 cities. There was a serpent that came and ate that frog, and then there was a raven that came and ate that serpent. Besalek Yassiv ilana. It went up, it flew up, that raven flew up and went on a tree. Tachazi kama nafesh de de'ilana. Come and see how powerful and strong that tree is. In this section of Bava Basra, we have Rashbam commenting on this particular piece that Rabbi Nachman brings. Akrukta, this is Tzifardeya. This is, the Akrukta is a frog. Ka'akra da Hagronya. Gadohaya Meaning it's letting us know that this frog was as big as the city. V'akra da Hagronya ka'mahave. And how big was the city? Shitin bateh. Sixty houses. Talmud Kamarla, This is what the Talmud says. Rabbah Kamarla. That Rabbah says this. Pushkansa. Oriv is a female raven. Before diving into the crux of the Torah and letting us know what exactly is happening with this wondrous story, it is important to note that Rabbi Nachman told his students that Rabbi Barbar Khanna came to him in Ruach HaKodesh. He came to him and said, I want you, Rabbi Nachman, to explain these stories, and I'm going to help you explain them. Now, diving into the crux of L'Qut Moran, after having heard this wild story, what exactly is going on? Let's find out. Hine. Mishishumea naginam mena gen Russia whoever hears a song from a evil singer Kashalolevoda Sabore this is bad for him regarding his service of the creator and on the other hand ukushishumea menagin kasher vahagun when a person hears music from a kosher singer, from a great singer, a singer that has the best of intentions, is a kosher person, is desiring to use his God given gifts to uplift people to higher spiritual levels, then a Zaitovlo, then this is good for him, Kamoshi Isbaier, as will be explained. Kihine kola neginu nimsheches the reason why there's so much power put into a kosher singer versus a non-kosher singer is because music is drawn down from birds. What does this mean? Could the This, as we find in the midrash, why is the treatment for a matzora, a person who spoke lashon hara, dependent on two live pure birds? And the Midrash answers, kalanya al kalanya, that the chatterer, namely the bird, should come in atone for the other chatterer, namely he who had spoken Lashon Hara. Because he was punished on account of his voice that spoke gas So we find Nimsa, kasher, that this kosher person, this person who is striving for his own avodas Hashem and growth and connection to God, and trying to help others and inspire others in their particular service to God, nimsheches hanegina that he draws his song down min shtei tziporim chayos from two live pure birds. V'kasa b'zohar, as it says in the holy Zohar, shashte tziporim hanal that these two birds that we're speaking about, that birds literally nurse or draw their energy from the same place that prophets nurse and draw their energy. Lachach, therefore, Nikra HaMenagin, we call a singer, Chazin, Melashon, Chazon. He's the chazan from the language of chazon, to see, because the connection of being a kosher singer, drawing your voice and your song down from the same place that the prophets draw their voice and song. So, prophets are able to see things in the future. So, too, a chazan is likened to chazon. Chazon means vision. (laughs) Chazan is the language of prophecy because he takes his song from the same place that the neviim take their energy as well. Again, <laughs> On the other hand, when you're dealing with the evil singer, the singer who's not interested in building people, but he's interested in negativity. <laughs> Just as in past Torahs we had explored the idea of a Malchus de Kadusha, a holy kingship, as well as a Malchus HaRusha'ah, an evil kingship, or a Malchus de Klippa, a Malchus of the other side, the Sitra Achra, the negativity, so too when you have a singer who is positive and awesome and trying to build people and their connection to Hashem, so he's drawing from the source of the prophets, a holy, holy source, the highest of the high. On the other hand, when you have a negative singer who's not interested in in building people, but perhaps is interested in his own gaiva, his own haughtiness and his own ego and pushing people down. So then he's drawing not from that source of prophecy, but rather from the other side, from these two birds of the klipa. that just as there are two birds on the side of positivity and Kedusha that are connected to prophecy, so too there are two birds on the side of negativity. And this is where this managen rasha, this evil singer, will draw down his song. The Khasabir, as it says in the Zohar Kadush, Kitsi Paramshiplipa, Yonkin Midade Amalchus that the birds of the klipa, meaning these negative birds through which evil singers draw down their power, they nurse from the chest of royalty, of malchus, meaning the malchus de Kadusha, the holy royalty. This is a very deep concept in Kabbalah. What we need to know for our purposes today is that even the negativity needs to draw its sources from the highest of the high, from the side of positivity and goodness. And is paleg When the middle of the night, when midnight comes, a particular call comes out. This is a pasek from Kohelis saying that just as birds that are caught in a trap, so too are people troubled in this world. To review and sum up what it is that we learned today, the power of music is tremendous. When you listen to a kosher singer, someone that wants to build you, someone that wants to bring positivity to the world and Glorify the name of God. That's awesome for your Vodas Hashem. However, on the other hand, when you listen to a menage in Russia, to a singer who is not coming from a positive place, who doesn't want to build you as a person, maybe wants to incite anger or depression or negativity, then this is terrible for your avodat Hashem, for your connection to God. When we involve ourselves in positive music, we grow as people, we grow as Jews, and we strengthen our connection to Hashem. When we listen to music with negative singers, it's the exact opposite. Looking forward to continuing to dive into the hows, what's, and whys of the sugya of music. How does that work? As it affects all of us. Wishing everyone a beautiful, a beautiful day